Greetings is co-hosted and co-produced by Bobby O'Rourke and Dan Conroy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at GreetingsPod or on Twitter at GreetingsCast for weekly updates, photos, and to see what card we're talking about that week. Dan, do you hear that? Bobby? Dan. Bobby? Dan. Bobby, where are you? Yeah. Ah. Wow. Yeah. You were right oh. behind me the whole time. Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I I don't know if you heard, but I, I thought I heard someone say greeting cards? No, I don't think that happened. Okay. How could Oof. how could someone say greeting cards? We've only been alone in this house for 20 minutes. I know. Well, as you know, old man Smudgeons told us that if we stayed a whole 24 hours inside the mansion, he'll give us the $40 he promised. But I he didn't say anything about greeting cards, so I I, I can't imagine it's going to be something we have to worry about this time around, r- right? I don't think so. I mean, those women who had a girls' night out last year, they said they had a great time here. I don't know why things would be spooky yeah and but. they didn't even buy the 100 dollars day of beauty they only bought the half hour of decently feeling decent so i mean we got to take their word for it right because otherwise that means we'd have to review a good 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 greeting card i guess we have to uh greetings everyone and welcome to another episode of greetings the greetings card podcast i'm one of your spooky hosts bobby o'rourke and i'm another one of your spooky hosts dan conroy now, Dan, that was a fictional representation of what would happen if we had been in a haunted house. But as you know, we are currently recording in a house that might be haunted. So all of what you just heard, pure fiction, but hopefully the house we're currently in isn't haunted. I have to go check. I don't know if you've checked already. If that's I've checked some of the rooms. Yes. So everything else you heard, guys, perfectly real. Old Man Smudgeons did offer us $40, but he did not say it was haunted. And I don't feel any ghostly apparitions i don't feel any energy levels i feel like bobby and i you know you and i are very balanced in our chakras so we would be able to feel the presence of a sort of otherworldly spirit and i'm not feeling anything let's let's go over the rooms. so uh we'll go one one after the other um i i did the billiards room that's right and i did the snooker room which was quite close and and i could understand why you'd get them mixed up because they're pretty similar they were incredibly similar both of them then i went on and did the powder room and then i did the conservatory of poisonous plants which was a real choice you know a very bond like choice which i appreciated but i could see some guests rubbing up against and i did the observational deck of plants that will cure from poisonous plants but they're not categorized so you basically just have to take a handful of everything and hope to god it works which i didn't think was a very efficient way of doing it but it's also not our mansion, so. Yeah, there's a lot of willow bark to be had, which is good because headaches happen, but uh, just don't touch anything. If you're in one of the plant rooms, they're not well labeled, so it's better to not touch anything if you're in either one of the plant rooms. It's just safer. Unless, of course, you find the one that specifically says wormwood, which is what I did, and Bobby is melting into the floor right now. It is fantastic. <laughs> a lot of screaming going Dan, on in the I'm brain. Dan, I'm here to talk about green. No, Bobby, no, 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 don't mount to the carpet. Oh, that's going to come out of my part of the 40. <laughs> Dan, I'm so glad to be back in spooky season with you for for episode two. I have been thinking a lot about greeting cards for Halloween and actually talked with someone who very interested in the discussion of can you have a greeting card for Halloween or are they just sort of cuckoos for other other celebrations? Is there such a thing as a pure Halloween greeting card? Have you thought about it any time since we've spoken last? I... 
As we remember from the last episode, I relented a bit and said that greeting cards do have a place for this holiday season, as much as I did not want to admit it to the ding-dongs out there who were so gung-ho on telling me that there absolutely is a place for Halloween greeting cards. This is normal. This is common. You and Bobby grew up in the same bubble together, uh, made out of plastic so that both of you didn't get bad airborne diseases, and so you just don't understand. Now, if the question is if there's a specific pure and holy greeting card for Halloween. Is that what you're asking? That's going to be one of the subjects I want to tackle today. So I want to know beforehand, before we dive in, do you think there is such a thing as a pure Halloween greeting card? It's unsullied by other holidays or celebrations. You know what, dear great Bobby, sweet Bobby born on a on a pile of, of autumn leaves and a kid jumped in it and that's how you were born because I, oh. I saw the birth certificate. I don't know... As of right now, but I will give you an answer for our gambit today, which I'm going to lean towards no, because so far there has been no evidence to the contrary. Every card that I have seen on the shelves, the card that I brought last week, other cards that I have found that I want to bring in for future episodes, even if it means we're past Halloween, but we're still going to focus on it because what are we going to do in November? Turkey cards? They have yet to point me in the direction that there is any legitimacy to an honest to goodness strictly halloween greeting card i haven't found it yet i'd love to be wrong i'm going to identify at this moment as a halloween card agnostic in that i am i am i am ready for the evidence to prove me wrong now obviously no spoilers dear great bobby but based on today's revelation before i see it and also your own observations Where do you stand? Do you think there is such a thing as a pure Halloween greeting card? You know, I'm spoiling it a little bit because I picked the card today. Another little surprise. Uh, 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 Doth my ears deceive me, Bobby? Did I hear that you have not one but twice greeting cards? Talk about a Halloween miracle. Your idiot ears are, (laughs) are not incorrect. I did find, so I found two today, and I'll tell you for why. It's because instead of getting a filet mignon of one card, one that was rich and savory and had many flavors that we could talk about for a while. I found two that were pretty lean. So Mm. I've got two appetizer cards for you and I wanted to have a full episode and I thought, well, one of these we could squeeze about 10 minutes out of and the other about 10 minutes. So I thought, okay, great. I'll just do, I'll combine them. They're both Halloween adjacent, but one of them seems to be kind of Halloween centric in a way that doesn't involve other holidays. But I want to know what you think too, because you're a learned man too, who's probably watched the wicker man more than once. So there's a lot for you to add to this conversation about what can a Halloween card look like, feel like, and most importantly, taste like. I honestly, I appreciate all of those things as much as I appreciate you. And as much as I love Halloween movies, and I do like the spooky, scary skeletons, any chance I get. Real fact here on the podcast, I've only ever seen The Wicker Man once. It was the original (gasps) British Wicker Man. And oh, the good one, oh, the actual good it movie. It is so the good, but I made the mistake of suggesting it to a coworker, to which I was pretty sure that I was going to get a call in from management, like, "Hey, don't suggest movies to people anymore." Because that coworker came in the next day. They weren't offended, but they were like, "Yeah, that was a very weird movie you suggested to me." Because it's a lot of because it's a, for for those ding dongs who have never seen the <laughs> original Wicker Man. It's a lot of nude <laughs> pagan dancing. It's a lot of burning people alive. It, it's 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 a very really ins- one person, but it's enough. You know, that is true. It is one. Per- you know, it is, but it's a large. It's a little. It's a 
regular sized person inside of a, a large wooden made person. So I, I yeah, factor it as two and you can't stop me otherwise. But um, there's something unsettling about it because it's 70s horror, which left a lot of room for not a lot of music, not a lot of background noise and quite a lot of screaming. Like that was just kind of indicative of 70s horror films, I think. There are a couple of good examples. Yeah, they they lay it all out there. Unlike the 80s, which falls in love, and I, I love it too, don't get me wrong, but unlike the 80s, which falls in love with the synth and the, mm. the constant sequels, there's something very stark about the 70s horror. It's in your face and the camera doesn't cut away. It pretty no. much stays in one spot and makes you watch everything the whole time. You're right. I do love that about 80s films. It's funny to watch all the Friday the 13th films within a span of like two months and see the difference between the first up until like Freddy, or sorry, uh, Jason Takes Manhattan and seeing the difference in both goofiness because it's gone on for so long but also goriness. The 80s get very gory very quick. I don't remember the 70s films being as, or maybe I just haven't seen the right ones and I got to go for it, but uh, they went much more gut bucket in the 80s than they did in the 70s. But that could just be my uneducated observation. I had a very good uh, friend slash coworker named Sarah who said what I think is the truest statement about the 80s in general, which she said everything was either the best of itself or the worst of itself. Yep. And yep. I think that applies especially in the horror movies because either you love the movies from the 80s, and indeed you could feel both, but you also hate some of them. So they, they churn out some of the worst, schlockiest, oh. least, least appetizing movies you can name, but also some of the greatest movies that we've ever of had. Course. So it's quite a high and low period, too. Absolutely. I agree with you. Absolute masterpieces, absolute drivel, two ends of the same scale within a span of 10 years. And it's kind of funny because I was talking to someone just last night about 80s nostalgia was driven in one part by the nostalgia that happens when you're 10 to 15 years after the fact. So you're sort of enjoying something from a distance, which happens with every decade, at least in the 20th century. But also GTA Vice City, I think, had a huge part in that. And I think it was people look back and they were like 60s. OK, they were, you know, everything from everything we have in the 60s to like working towards peace and love to we have the civil rights movements. We have women's rights movements. We have all these things happening for progressive changes, at least in the United States. Of course, Vietnam War in the background as well. 70s. Often, same thing, the continuation of hippiedom, but people also, from aesthetic point of view, like bell bottoms, and they like- Hairy chests, Hairy chests, yes. Um, everything's a brown or a yellow or a different shade of brown or yellow. You and I would have cleaned up in the 70s because we're oh. both her suit, her suit men. We're not, we're not of the, uh, the, the blonde, hairless, pretty boy aesthetic of the, of the 2000s and the 2010s, I think. I think you and I, you and I thrive in the swarthiest of decades, which was anything in the 1800s or the 1970s. Those are about our two options. Options, is that we could do anything in the 19th century where swarthiness was a sign of, you know, strength and you'll live longer to the 70s where it just became a sex symbol. So those were our, like you and I with a brown, orange, button down silk shirt going into a Howard Johnson's and ordering a pint of ice cream. That's what we would have done. But then people look at the 80s and then they go, God, what the fuck happened there? Everyone's wearing white. Everything's sharp. All the music's made out of a computer. What's going on here? And let's not even start in the 1880s when I'm sure I could have surfed on your mutton chops. And man, would I have loved to do that. Oh, you would have. You Oh, my God. I would have surfed on your success as a novelist of tragedies and factories. Like you would have written so many good novels about the things that's going on in the Chicago stockyards. You and I could have gone to the fair together and had cotton candy for the first time. I would have been, uh, uh, instead of Upton Sinclair, like Downton Sinclair. Like I did the downtown beat. Upton did Upton. Downton Sinclair. That's too high for this podcast. You would have absolutely... I want to go back right before Upton. I forget what his first novel was. I think 
not oil. It was something else. But like we'll we'll get them right before then, and then you'll write the scathing novel that was supposed to be about you know the pro- proponents of socialism, but in fact was just making people sick about the fact that there's humans in the larder. So that would have absolutely oh. been. But you would have gone even harder. Like no, this has nothing to do with classism. It's everything to do with food, and here's why. Just to beat him to the punch. Would have been so good. In that way, my favorite novel for Halloween is The Jungle. Yeah, I mean, what is what is the competition? Stephen King's Cujo, uh, Clive Barker's Books of Blood, Agatha Christie's A Murder Happened in the Garden While Mrs. Pennywhistle Was Drinking Her Afternoon Tea, Tuppence, Threepence, and Suppence? You know, what competes with that? Harlan Ellison's The Future's Gonna Suck. Like, what, 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 are, you gonna, what are you gonna read? I don't know. <laughs> Philip K. Dick, the future is going to suck, but humans are kind of cool, and here's some stuff that they can do. Also, drugs are going to be really weird. It's in Feta Minds, not in Feta Yours. That was his his saying as Philip K. Dick was writing. A Drug Called Death and Other Stories by Philip K. Dick. (laughs) I wrote it in an afternoon, and then I revised it in a different afternoon, but that's about (laughs) it. I'm not going back. Two afternoons, get it out the door. Come on now. We've got other things to talk about. I don't got time for this nonsense. Narnsense. Mm -hmm. Narnsense. Nice. Narnsense is when you are just making up gibberish, but it sounds like something that would come from Narnia. Like you get real, it's kind of like people that get really good at J.R.R. Tolkienisms. It's like um, C.S. Lewisisms, which is just, I guess, Christianity, right? Yeah, the Bible, really. The Bible, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just say passages, and then it's like, oh, that was a good Lewisism. (laughs) They're like, you mean Jesus? Like, yeah, that's the that's the guy. Yeah, but he's a lion this time. It's different. He's like a big. It's wake. Way cooler. Okay, (laughs) it's it's really cool. Big stupid lion. And also Santa's there. So we don't take out the idea of Father Christmas. So don't worry. Mm-hmm. Kids are not going to be confused. But also satyrs. They are cool. That's perfectly fine in the realm of my my Christian world I've made. Yeah. Don't forget your paranoels because Jesus is fine with them. Yeah. All the way. Thanks, lion Jesus. Here's <laughs> here's another dead wildebeest for you. Thanks for saving us from our sins. I mean, I guess except for the wildebeest, but you know, so you got to br- break a few eggs to have a redemption basket or omelet, however that goes. Yep, that's right. <laughs> eggs. Uh, speaking of eggs, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you a little bit about the cards we're going to find. Please do. You can pick which one you'd like to view first. I'm not going to tell you. They're in two separate emails, and I'll tell you the order. Um, I think they arrived as in the order they should be, but uh, maybe not. I'll check. But as you're pulling it up, Dan, I'll remind the listener that... If they have a card they would like us to review or just look at, they can get in touch with us at at greetingspod on Instagram or at greetingscast on Twitter. We would love to hear from you. We'd love to know. We'd love to be known. So however you want to get in touch with us uh, is cool. Don't worry about it. Recognize us and then ask us something. Is that so hard for you to do on Instagram? Come on. What are you doing instead? Looking up old recipes you're never going to do ever like me? Come on. There's worse ways to spend your time. That's what I'll say. That's true. There's worse ways to spend your time than how I'm going to make a ketchup cake. I did make that one time, and it tasted a lot like red velvet. I have did you to say s- a ketchup cake? It was a ketchup cake. You put ketchup in the cake, but you load... Let me tell you something. Bobby, I made this, and I brought it to coworkers, because that's what you do when you don't like people. No, no, no. I love them dearly. We were all trying it out. But you... It was so drowned in buttercream frosting that I could have put shoe leather in it and you would not have known the difference. Like it was just completely destroyed. And then I made mayonnaise cake and I thought that was going to be grosser. So if you think about it, mayonnaise is just eggs. So basically what I did is just add liquefied eggs to the dang thing. And it tasted very, it was amazing. That's something I would continue on. Now getting to these cards, because we do have a lot to get through, but my stars, guys, ding dongs, 
Bobby has gifted me the best thing you can gift on the Hallows times, which is my own choose your own adventure. This was my favorite. I don't remember the name of it. It was something very basic in Goosebumps. I think it was literally called The Curse of the Haunted House, like an incredibly basic name. But the reason. I mean, simple to the point, effective. What can you argue? Arl Stein, Reginald Lloyd Stein. Is that his real name? I have no idea, but that's what I'm deciding. I thought it was really look Stein. (laughs) Really loud Stein. (laughs) Really loud Stein. Really loud Stein, the revenge of the return of Halloween lawyer. That's it. But Bobby has gifted me because the reason why that was one of my favorite Arl Stein books was because it was a choose your own adventure. And I had never done one of those before. And I was Uh like, there's like 40 fucking endings to this thing. It's incredible. I know that's like an ancient. They've been doing that since they printed books. But I just had not gotten to it until I was much older and just as stupid as I am now. So to get to the cards. I am going to start. I'm going to I'm going to throw a little wrench in the game. I'm going to start with the one on the bottom, the second choice, okay. and then I'm going to move my way upwards. Does that make sense, dear Bobby, Deacon of the Cards? That is perfectly fine. I'll just tell you the second batch that I send you, I believe is attached in reverse order, so page 1 is on the right and then I think it moves to the left. So just start at the the last page you can see. It's the only one with an illustration on it, so it should be easy to find. There by the grace of Jack Skellington go I. Here we go with the very first card, and I'm opening it up now. And what I what my eyes doth see before me or I see with my doth eyes, don't DM me uh-huh. about that, is a horizontal card. I don't think we've had a horizontal card yet. So this might be a first on Greetings, the Greeting Card podcast. Mazels to you, Bobby, for uh, getting us to that fine milestone. It is I a, do what I can. a beautiful and a beautiful job doing so because we just really ripped on Narnia hard and it does kind of have a not a Narnia vibe, but it's got a very sort of Greek myth sort of rustic vibe. What is in front of me, dear Ding Dongs, if you're not looking at it on the social meets, is a ram's head. It is a ram looking straight at you, one of the rams with curved horns, surrounded by a small crowning undercrown of leaves. It's not ivy. I do, what kind of plant is that, Bobby? There clearly is a flower on the top, so I don't know what that if is. If there's one thing I know less about than fish and fruit, it's probably plants too. Let's say ivy, and I don't think okay. it's holly or anything. It looks it's to not be maybe holly. some sort of... Isn't there another word for dandelions that are dead or are are beginning to spread their seed? Don't they go by a different name? I think they still go. That's a great question. I think they still go by dandelion. And the reason why is because I did not learn that fact until I was far too old to be learning that fact. I was in my mid-20s when someone's like, no, the white ones and the yellow ones are both dandelions. I'm like, the fuck do you mean by that? And they're like, it's this. first off, don't yell at me because we're at in and out together. Second of all, it's the same flower. It just gets older. So You're like mom, get out of my room. I'm watching soup Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice. <laughs> mom, get out of my this. room. I'm watching soup. <laughs> We're making soup tonight. We're making soup on YouTube. I thought you meant the soup. The the show from oh, what's his name? The guy from community. Uh, uh oh fuck. uh Joel, uh Joel something. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Joel McHale. Yeah. Shout out I'm to watching Joel... The Soup. I'm watching The Soup with Joel McHale. It's coming back. It's making he's back to being catty about celebrities, and I love it. Shout out to Joel McHale. Love him. So it's a very beautiful illustration, something I feel like I would see on a book of myths for children, like good stories of rams who teach you how to not be selfish about sharing your food. And so it's surrounded by, let's say, ivy, and it's staring right at me, and it's got the face of contemplation. Like, I didn't think a ram would think about eating me, but I feel like this is the time where it would contemplate it in its mind. And the background of this 
beautiful. It's beyond an illustration. I'd call it a painting. I, I really enjoy it. Uh, behind it is a speckled background. It's a it's an off white background with a sort of speckled earth tones. It, kind of the indication that it's like recycled paper or something along those lines, which I quite enjoy. Or it's artisanal paper, even better. And then on the bottom, it says in very nice script. Tell me if I'm saying this right. Ram's head. Valerian. Oh, is Valerian the name of the plant? I think maybe it is Valerian. I didn't put that together. I was going to ask you, I have only heard the name Valerian, I think, as a Roman emperor. So I thought maybe you might know if there's another definition for Valerian. It, it's is it time a to I, look it up. Hold it's on. time. To... Let's play some other Halloween music while we do. I'll play. Uh, do you know this one? It's greeting cards, greeting cards, greeting cards, and greeting cards, greeting cards. Buy them for your mom. Greeting cards. I was, gonna, I was doing like the bass background. Oh, do you want to do it together? We could do it together. Okay, together one more time. Here we go. Okay, one, two, three, four. Greeting cards, greeting cards, greeting, greeting, greeting cards, greeting cards, greetings for your mother. Greeting cards, greeting cards, greeting, greeting, greeting cards, greeting cards, buy them for your dad. John Carpenter, call us up. So the valerian is a plant, and it looks like it is. I'm going to try to put this on the camera for you, Bobby. Ding dongs, look it up yourself. You've got a phone. This looks like the valerian plant. So it looks like this. I think that's it. You're right. That is a beautiful. Plant. Okay, yeah. so this is a. Okay, so it's a combination of the valerian ram's head and the ram's head itself, which is a beautiful combination, I got to say. Uh, we're going to keep going on to the next page. Beautiful, beautiful paper. Love it. Speckled. I have seen this kind of paper before at artisanal greeting card shops. I'm not joking in the Adirondacks and I, I love it every time. I actually have some that are made out of like pressed recycled paper from up there and it's really gorgeous. You are close. I was not in the Adirondacks, but I was in a mountainous region. So I could I could do a shout out at the end once we've done. I could tell you where I found this card, but you're you're close to, to where I Where was, you happen so. to be in a place where Ethan Allen's pretty popular? Oh, that used Love to be those New York Green Mountain Boys. Yeah, Green oh. Mountain Boys. The gods of the mountains are not the gods of the valley or whatever the hell he said. Okay, so we've got a... It's, it's to kind of quickly go on that because I don't want to run too long here. It is a just a blank page. It's beautiful. Almost as like if space went backwards and the stars were black and the sky was white, which I feel like would really fuck up my personal circadian rhythm. But... Whoa, that is the most frightening concept we have thought of so far in the <laughs> Halloween segment. So thank you for doing that. This is a inverted sky. Wow, that shook me to my core. I'm going to make you go to bed with that tonight. Like, what if the sky, what if like a Google Chrome mod, your sky was inverted and it's just like this unsettling white all the time and... And then when the sun comes up, it's just, you got to just go indoors. We just become like with well, Morlocks. Like we just have to go underground because our eyes just can't take it. So uh, Laird Barron's Under Dark Stars and White Skies. Like that just, that is a great short story collection, I'm sure. Wow. I'd love to have you write it. My God, you just came up with that. Jesus, that's gorgeous. That's, that's it. All I have. So someone would have to fill out the rest of the 300 pages, but the title. Gorgeous stuff. We got plenty of time. And then on the end, we have got the, oh, all right. We've got the barcode and the price. We don't get that very often. This was five. <laughs> I know. I'm, I should have taken that off. I realized I was like, oh, is this too much information? Is this like their card social security number? That oh, no, we're going private. right through it. Hey, if you're selling this publicly in a store, I get to say it wherever the hell I want. It's too late now. You're you're buying the product and, I, and you bought it. So I get to talk about it. It's five US dollars. It's called Ram Valerian. Hallo, H-A-L-L-O. And in script on the bottom, it's uh, just plain old type for sentence to sentence. It says, printed on printable post-consumer paper, contains bird's eye, Clarkia, black-eyed Susan, 
sweet alisum, catch fly, and snapdragon seeds. What the hell? Cover with one eighth of an inch of soil and keep moist until seeds establish best in full to partial sun. 10% of profits donated to the to ecological organizations, thebowerstudio.com of Anhurst, Massachusetts, The Bower Studio 2016. This is very cool. I mm. love this. So you are done with this card. You get the joy of it. And instead of throwing it in the Great Pacific trash heap, which I do personally, of course, Bobby and I share a drone where we like we like to know that our trash is farm to table going right in the ocean. But instead of doing that, you can... Put this in a potted plant or in a fine garden in your backyard, and you can potentially grow some wildflowers. Is that what I am to believe, dear O'Rourke? That's what I think, too. And I caught this card's eye, or rather the card caught my eye, because mm-hmm. who was pursuing who in this case? But the ram on the front is so intimidating, and I'm thinking... I'm in the mood for Halloween cards. I'm looking. It's it's at the this is the Northshire bookstore in Manchester, Vermont. If you're a uh, shout out to the bookstore, great bookstore, and they have a great card section. And shout out they they had this card and this on the front looks like a hereditary card. This ram is up <laughs> to no good, or at least at least it seems to me. And I was like, what could possibly be inside? And then I looked and it's blank, and then I saw on the bottom, on the back rather, that it's recycled and you're meant to recycle again. And Thinking of Halloween, Sam Hain, as the old Celts would used to say, pray it's Sam the harvest Hain. time. It's it's pray Sam Hain. It's the time when you know things are beginning to die and there's rebirth, and it's a time to celebrate and collect your food for the coming cold months. Like, is this the only true Halloween card? It's a card about the decay of things and the rebirth, and that was the only reason I was like, maybe this is what a Halloween card is. But I wanted to know: Am I just being? A foolish man and thinking, no. no, this is just a trash card, no. a literal trash card. Bobby, you have taken a staff with a cool light on it that contains a turnip with a small flame and a gorgeous face, and you doth declare that we shall return to the loam of where we once was. Throw thou away your plastic pumpkins, your costumes of donkey from Shrek, your blow-up costumes. All cost- of them. Every all single of them. iteration. Throw away, throw away your fun size candy, which is the worst way to describe candy that's smaller than how you normally buy it. And we are returning to the genesis of this holiday, this harvest holiday designed to thank whatever your spiritual figures are that you made it through the summer, that you didn't die this time, but you got a long road to hoe ahead, because it is winter in Ireland, and there are not many trees so you have got to do your fucking best so this is this is a holiday essentially it is a post-harvest holiday to good god just hope that things don't go south and sort of celebrating what is available to you in the natural world so you have brought us back bobby i i owe you a a thank you and and a firm handshake Next, I see you because you have brought us back to the true origins of Halloween. And by doing so, bringing us to Samhain, you also bring us to you. You you add a little fear to it. I, I'm not you personally, but you add a little. Oh, yeah, I'm scary. Yeah, that's well, fine. No, I'm, I'm... what it is, is you gave me a Midsommar Ram. So I'm not without what I need in the realm of of scares because this Ram is unsettling. But 
it is also a reminder like, hey, look, I know you like the spirit Halloween version of how this is celebrated. Like, I know you just want to sing like this is Halloween over and over. But this comes from something. This is like when people talk about the over commercialization of Christmas, which at this point, just let Christmas be what it wants to be, in my opinion, uh, only because sure. it's far too late. But I see what people we'll get are... there. That that season's quickly <laughs> coming up behind us. So, we'll yeah, get there. I don't want to jump the gun. Sorry, we got a whole we got a whole four episodes for that. But this but people forget Halloween also is one that you can sort of return to and appreciate the more earthly aesthetics to it it's not all just like literally black and orange like it's 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 all these other elements to it so i love this 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 is the this card this ranks one of the highest cards we've ever brought to the podcast oh wow yes i love this i was i really was curious what you thought because it was unlike any other card i had seen so far so i thought well I have to because this is our business and this is the this is the business we've chosen as uh as they say in Godfather 2. So I thought that I had to bring this card to the table and see what came up with that. It it just it just checks every box for me this card. It just like it it, it does something else once we're done with it. It's got beautiful illustrations. Yeah, sure. I love goofy shit, but I don't need it all the time, especially when the sentiment is as nice as it is. And it actually takes one of my boxes, which there's nothing inside of it, which means I can write whatever the hell I want. This is the kind of card I love. This is top notch. Bobby, if this card came to my door, I would make sure to have full size bars. And we're talking Cadbury available for it. We're talking flake bars. We're talking anything it wants. Does it want a whole Milky Way um, Milky Way Midnight, the dark chocolate one? We're going to buy it for them this year because they politely asked last year, which is weird to make suggestions for Halloween, but you did it and you get it. So, In fact, the only Achilles heel to this card is what you write inside because, as you say, I like it too. I think it's very meaningful. I think it's effective and ecological. The only thing that could go wrong is if you write inside, glad your boil got lanced or <laughs> something. I don't know what you write. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, the, the only way that this becomes worse is when your sentiment is like something along the lines of, hey, come over later where we can finalize the divorce papers. <laughs> this is, we want to like, this is the same, the mirror image of the card we did with Johnny Della Luna is the, the, if it was a subtler card about divorce or leaving people behind, you wanted to write it yourself, didn't want the card to do too much work. This is the kind instance. of, yes, this is the kind of card where you write, you'll miss me inside of it. And that's it. And imagine the way that Ram's looking at you and you just write, you'll miss me in script. Oh, that. That's your that's your one sentence horror story right there. You're like one sentence spooky story. Just Ram's head Valerian and on the inside in really nice cursive. You just write, you'll miss me. Oh, spooky. Now, we got to grade this guy soon, but I feel like we got to go to the next one. So we do. And and I paired these two together because I will just say the mood is uh, different. I don't believe this one is ordered properly. So I think you can click on the first image to your left and then we can. it's only two. So it's a pretty short card. And yet again, you'll be able to see this on our social media handle. So I'm going to open up now. And it is a very cute Grim Reaper. I like it. It's a cute skeleton. It's one of the skeletons that they do in animations, and you'll see on the Instagram, folks, where the they give it pupils in its eyes, but those that's not where bones are. But I understand why they're doing it, because they're trying to make it a little bit more adorable, so I can see what mm, it's doing. Yeah, It yeah. is a pink background, which is uh, pretty unconventional for Halloween, but I'll allow it. It's kind of a Skeletor-looking skeleton, but if it was made slightly chibi, like cute animation style, and it's opening its robe to me, which is not a common thing that a 
Grim Reaper does. But as it's doing it, all you see is this sort of dark abyss. The Grim Reaper is taking its uh, right hand and pulling out its robe to expose a void. And in the void, in a hot pink script, it says, I heard it's your birthday. (laughs) So, all right. (laughs) Don't know where this is going, but if a Grim Reaper came to my door and said this, well, that's nothing but bad news, right? When they just go like, I heard it's your birthday. <laughs> like, that's just not, no one's going to be happy about, including myself. No, like, yeah. Just... Very few greetings are whispered at the door and are uh, intimations of something good. No one ever comes to your door, whispers, and says, like, I just got season tickets to see the Mets. You know, like, that doesn't happen. No, it's not. It's never a good thing. No one can go up to your, like, you don't want people coming up to you and just being like, hey, just so you Week, so we're gonna go ahead and give you a refund. Like that's just not like talk, talk, like, talk normal, please. Yeah, Blake, could you, could you, could you not force me to put my ear right up to the door as though that'll help, and then you shove a screwdriver through my ear hole or whatever happens in horror movies? I don't know. You know yeah, it's a screwdriver, th- screwdriver through your ear, or they like grab your head while you're going like big pardon, and they like snap your neck in one, which I feel like can only happen in horror movies because I've never seen anyone do it IRL. Maybe I'm not watching the right content, but there's something getting caught on like decades talk but there's something 70s about this card i don't know what it is but there's something I can like see that yeah, yeah. It's, it's the vi- it's it's a bit of the the pinks that were chosen yeah it's kind of a a muted vibrancy maybe is the way that i would muted vibrancy it. there we go you are i think that's an oxymoron but we'll let's just go with it for now because who's gonna stop us that's what they say about my dance moves a muted vibrancy so okay i heard it's your birthday from happy skeleton grim reaper and then in the next side oh it is it the back of the card that's it it's all the back it has an inside but it's blank so this is another blank card i didn't take a picture of the blank inside but that's it that's kind of takes you by surprise that's so good i (laughs) i love this okay you have given me bobby you have blessed me with both ends of the scale tonight what I said earlier where I, I, you know what? I can give you an answer right now. I have not been convinced. Sorry. Either way. I have not been convinced that Halloween cards are bullshit, nor have I been convinced that Halloween cards exist solely for Halloween. You, we're, we're appealing it. This is going to a higher court. We have to go to the court of appeals on greetings. And we so are going to have to go. Yeah. Couldn't this make a small, decision. Well, when you don't, when we're small claims right now, we're going to have to go to the superior court now to like really uh, yes, figure that's it out. What, yes, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for your judicial correction. One way, well, that. one way or another, like one of us, the the law is going to change across the land, and it could potentially suck. So the end of this card, guys, just so you know, pink background. There's a little hint of I think the shoulder question mark of the Grim Reaper on the bottom right. I believe so. Yes, and apologies for the the shadow of my phone as I was taking the picture. I didn't realize the lighting was so off when I was taking the photo. That's totally fine. I also have constant uh, shadow problems because all I do is go to these convenience stores at two in the morning and decide to take the photo last minute so no worries the company in a heart logo it's xou i don't know if that's like sometimes x is pronounced zhu, so i don't know if it's zhao i would think zhu but i i don't i've done no research as per usual for this podcast okay, so but let's I'm say, say zhu. for the sake of the conversation it might be zhu so yeah i've heard zhu being used before but the only reason i bothered to bring it up is because on the bottom where we see the website it says com, and then on the side of it at zhu is love that also could be zhao is love who knows if you know let us know if you don't know don't say anything but this through me for a GD loop. This, what, this, okay. 
so the first card brings us into the feeling of Samhain, if we're saying it correctly. I can't remember. It's one of those words you say so often you, you don't know where you are. I say it all the time. I, I shove it into any meaning I can at work. I say Samhain as often as I can. Yeah, Samhain is love. Samhain is life. I look at that card and I think we're returning to an older form of Halloween. There's something more ancient about it. That's the kind of card I'd like to get. Like, bring me back to the roots of it. That sounds lovely. It's not pretentious of its own sentiment it's not trying too hard to go one way or another it's not trying to shoehorn in an emotion that doesn't work and so it's great and that's why i think it's a perfect halloween card and then you drop this on my doorstep which is not even in halloween colors if you're going to do the stereotypical halloween stuff you gotta go all out it's gotta be orange and black i can't settle for other colors so it's not orange at all the only black comes from the void of our crypt crypt keeper's our crypt keeper's robe and then that's hard it, to say fast crypt keeper's robe crypt, crypt keeper crypt robe. keeper i was i was stumbling on it as i was trying to say it and then it's pink just look quite a lot of pink which it doesn't seem like a the way they gender cards it doesn't seem like it's a card specifically for their male or female right bobby like they don't specify i they don't and i actually kind of enjoy the cheeky juxtaposition of pink and red hot you know hot colors for halloween so in a way, I'm into this card. I understand what you're trying to do. It's a Spencer's gift card, definitely, of just saying, death telling you, I heard it's your birthday. Another card, though, interestingly enough, kind of dependent on the message you write inside. You could botch this card. It could be overly Real dour or, or too, it could be too flippant, which is like, lol, like your best years are behind you. And yeah. death, death's, death wraps its, its cold, long fingers around your throat nightly waiting for the moment to strike. You know, you could botch this card is all I'm or, saying. Or the opposite direction, you don't write enough. Like if you just wrote, I mm. heard it's your birthday, and then I put my name in it. So I heard it's your birthday, Dan. <laughs> so all you're left is the context of the Grim Reaper. So you're left in this in this void of not knowing where you're supposed to go with the emotion or the context of the card. It's essentially, it's a death joke. Let's take it like that. It really yes. is. And, and and when it comes to birthdays, and I should know because mine is pretty soon, the last thing you want to like have brought up is death no matter what your age is it's just kind of an unsettling thing to bring up so this card has it's like talking religion or politics at the thanksgiving table you've decided on the worst subject to bring into your greeting card about a birthday now i understand if this is your halloween birthday and you love witches and warlocks and bats and candy and crazy mummies and scary scarecrows but you need a little bit more than this because you've unfortunately also hit on a juxtaposition of people wanting to celebrate their birthday but not wanting to think about mortality yeah and hitting on what we talked about last week too which was a valentine's day ish love card wrapped in a halloween candy wrapper this is really a birthday card wrapped in a halloween candy wrapper so you think you're biting into a three musketeers but really it's uh, a beef wellington you yeah know, just cleverly wrapped in a yeah, milky yeah. way you, container. you thought you were biting into a Clark bar, but instead you're biting into a Clark bar that's 10 years old. Mm -hmm. So it's just bad. Amen. Amen, sister. Amen. So a as you can see, I brought you two because uh, neither one of them is very long. So I thought, I don't know if we could squeeze enough out of either of these. So I wanted to give you a, a two for a first on our podcast. I hope you don't mind me being a trailblazer is what I'm saying. 
innovating. Not only am I honored that you brought two cards, but you have brought us two equally powerful. They were like dual pistols in your side hands here as a cowboy. Like you were kind of walking down, trying to shake up the cattle rustlers coming into Dodge City. And you brought in the dual wielding pistols of greeting card, greeting card, greeting card. I feel like I was blown away in an instant. Like both of these, while I think there's plenty of meat on the bones, I, I, they are dynamic in their own way. And I'm so glad you brought both because because honestly, you know what it is? You justified my thesis tonight. You proved to me that for Halloween giveth and Halloween taketh away in equal measures, there is no way so far yet that we have found an objectively pure Halloween card. And if we're getting into the grading of them, which I'm happy to get into now, do you want me to go yes, first? Yes, please, please do. So yeah. ultimately, I will go back a little bit because even though the second card absolutely does not fit in at all I think with Halloween vibes it, it does not it, it's absolutely not a Halloween card all you've done is put a skeleton man on the front to wish someone a happy birthday you've basically made a very tasteless joke at a party what you've done mm. with this card you've made a very tasteless joke having said that the ridiculousness caught me off guard and made me laugh and I am excited to have those laughs again every morning when I go to make coffee and I see I heard it's your birthday with a Grim Reaper on the front. There is something dark about it that makes me chuckle. So mm. these cards are going to carry the same weight of honor on the fridge for me, but it's okay. time that will make the difference. So they will both be bottom middle of the freezer door. So directly in my eyeline right in front of me. And I shall celebrate them both and they shall both be enjoyed starting October 1st. However... Once we get to November 1st, the end of our Halloween time, I mean, celebrate whenever the hell you want, but how it usually goes for people getting ready for Christmas and Thanksgiving, the birthday one goes down and it's gone. And I don't even know if I'm going to keep it. It goes, it goes out forever. However, okay. the celebration of spiritual Samhain, of getting prepared for what's going to be a bad, bad winter. Thank you, Ram, <laughs> for all of the wool and other things you give, like, I don't know, meat and companionship when there's no one else to talk about your favorite TV shows like Sandman. I will keep that card up all year long because that, even though you might write written a greeting for Halloween in there, it's an evergreen feeling because mm. it's trying to promote evergreen. Cause if not, then we are going to starve. So let's keep that card up in the hopes that our Ram gods aren't too mad at us. So even though this card tells you explicitly to destroy it, you know, in a Frankensteinish twist that says, you know, I should never have been, you were wrong to even <gasps> I forgot make forgot about that. That is correct. There are seeds in it. Okay. Quick addendum. I stick with what I said about the first card going down after a month, this card, so long as it doesn't kill the seeds, we keep until the beginning of the new year, January 1st, uh, and then okay. we plant them as a sign that we want a fine harvest and a fine planting year. And I'm going to keep them indoors because it's still very, very cold in this New York metropolitan area in January. In fact, it's actually worse than Christmas itself. Christmas is much warmer than it is in January and in February. But Oh, yeah, definitely. But we're going to grow this in an indoor thing, and it's going to go just fine. So one is up for only one month. The other one is up for three months. That is the difference. Thus, I declare. Okay, that's fine. And I realized throwing you this Samane card was a bit of a conundrum because it tells you to throw it in the trash. But of course, in our normal rating system, that means we don't really care for it. And that's not the case with this card, I don't think, for either of us. So it's a, it's no. a bit of a riddle. 
And I don't know how we're going to, when we do another fridge ranking, I don't know where it's got to go. We might have to invent a whole new axis to put this card on and, and say we love it, but it goes. Yeah, we need to make like a card Valhalla or like a card like Mount Olympus where like all the good ones mm. get to go that have done their job. They have done a valiant effort and have brought something great to the table. But unfortunately, they must pass, they must, they must pass into the Valley of the Heroes. And this is where this mm. card will go. Except I'm not going to bury all of mine in dirt, but this one definitely gets buried buried in good dirt it tells you to i mean it would be rude to not bury it in dirt exactly we've got to follow the rules of the ram otherwise those eyes are going to follow me in to my dreams speaking of yeah dreams, i've decided to call him black black Derek. no he's 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 more white so maybe white Derek. but i don't want to call him white Derek. let's call him pale Derek. pale Derek. i like pale Derek pale, a lot pale Derek. pale yeah. Derek. thanks for joining us here on the podcast you do so much for us to prepare for this fine season we're sorry we didn't offer you more acorns but i wasn't prepared for a ram guest in my apartment in the city well, much like in the witch when you know the young girl realizes that the goat has been the minion of satan the whole time but you know pale Derek is like sign here initial here put your social security number here it's a very complicated contract to sign with <laughs> satan it's a very complicated contract indeed do you have snacks that i can have because if not then you're totally getting cursed <laughs> and speaking of getting cursed bobby where will you curse these cards on your fridge or lack thereof i think we're aligned in this one i uh, i might be a little more forgiving of the i heard it's your birthday grim reaper card i think it's sort of you know it's goofy screw, it's goofy it's a screw you card i could see if i was 17 <laughs> giving this to my buddy for his birthday i'd get a laugh out of it so i would put that card let's say um lower lower bottom of the of the middle of the fridge it's not one i'm gonna see a lot it's it, it's if this came from a good friend i would i would keep it and maybe for a couple weeks and then i'd toss it out so it's not not terrible, but it's it's lower than last week's card. I'll give you that. I, I think last week's card had a better sentimentality behind it than this one. But aside from the fact that inevitably the Sam Main Pale Derek card has to return to the earth from whence it came, I like it a lot. It's different. It's serious card, which you don't really get that often. That's not a sympathy card. So I like this one. I think it goes on the freezer and I'm going to put it, you know, uh, bottom of the freezer. I want to look at this card. I want to see it a lot. I want it to be in my life for as long as it haunts these uh, hallowed shores of the living until it returns to the land of the dead. But then it will return in its own spirit as a bunch of really cool flowers that you're going to keep on your windowsill for a time until either a squirrel eats them or you forget to water them that one time when you go back to that amazing bookstore in Vermont for more of the seeds. Then those flowers die because, again, you forgot to ask the person coming over to watch your cat, Barley, that to water those plants. <laughs> And then you will then keep that card for another three months and then plant it and the cycle continues. And if you think about it, that is what Samhain, or as we call it now, Halloween is really all about. Cycles. Mm -hmm. Cycles of negligence. Yeah, and thank you for mentioning the cat Barley. I recently tried to uh, resurrect Barley uh, in a particular cemetery that is meant for animals that are owned by humans, uh, spelled incorrectly. And mm. things went uh, honestly fine. So far, I haven't seen any problems, and uh, Stephen King's full of shit. I don't think that there's anything wrong with the pet cemetery. I was gonna make a Stephen King pun, but you totally beat me to it because you really can't go. You really can't go any farther than Stephen King's full of shit. It was perfectly fine. I don't see what's wrong. You can resurrect. You can resurrect <laughs> things all you want. Oh, resurrect whatever you want. I don't yeah. give a shit. Oh, it's a dog, but it's uh, demonic and it bites people. Right? Because Cujo's demonic. It bites people. Is that what it is? I don't know. I never read Cujo. He. I think he's just. I love Cujo. Actually, he oh, is okay. just a straight up good boy who gets bit by a bat with rabies and has a bad day. That's it. That's a. That's that's Cujo as a dog gets rabies? But I got to tell you, How do you stretch that to book. 700 pages? Well, three, but he doesn't remember them because he was so coked out of his mind. He doesn't <laughs> remember that book. 
that's fine. It's in his it's in his biography or autobiography. I'm not telling tales out of school. It's there in black and white. Yeah, I, I hear it's his birthday. <laughs> I guess it was when he was writing Cujo because. <laughs> Let me tell you. I'm more concerned with how much. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What were we gonna say about Cujo? I was gonna say he was having a Sam Hain in his head. What were you saying? Uh, he. Uh, I'm more concerned with his penchant for haunted cars because I feel like he's he's gone to that well more than once. And honestly, I've enjoyed it, but I count three at least of books or tales about haunted cars, and I feel like one or two is is more than enough. That's probably and more. I, than I say enough. that. I say that with love. If he does another one about scary teleportation or time travel, that I'm down for it. That's the new one I'm gonna jump back on because those were my okay. favorite. Okay. Yeah. Those are the mm-hmm. ones that the I jaunt, really. The jaunt is a great short story. That's the jaunt. The jaunt is a great story. short story that you and I have talked about, and I I thought eleven twenty two sixty three would have been better if we could just stop talking about all of the geographical locations of Maine for a little bit but if we can like thin that down to a crisp 200 pages then I will that's perfect for my attention span just <laughs> so you as Stephen King's editor like can we cut this down by like 70 80 percent would that be cool I mean it's three whole chapters of just the amount of forestry there is in Maine just like stop or the lack there is of it in Texas it's like you just just get to the damn point man but I don't care like whether or not you think killing Ke- or saving Kennedy is going to stop the Cuban Missile Crisis or the Soviet War or whatever he thought it was going to be. Cold War, not Soviet War, Dan. But either way, it wasn't going to make that much of a difference. I, I, Stephen King needed pale. Wait, Cra- not Craig. Pale. What's the? Oh, uh, pa- pale Derek. Excuse needed me. pale Derek in his life because having pale Derek in my life is going to make a big difference this season with how I make my decisions. And especially involving whether or not I plant flowers. It's going to be sad to see him go in the dirt, but it'll be great for him to come back as whatever he's going to be, whether it's any of the plants here, whether it be Clarka, Black-Eyed Susan, Bird's Eye, or why, why not Ram's Head? Isn't there like an actual plant called Ram's Head? Yeah, never mind. Uh, maybe it's because we haven't invented yet, Dan. And, yet, and that'll be the invented next Invented it yet, Dan. We That's haven't, what I meant to say. It, we just haven't seen it yet, but give us another podcast episode and here we come. That's right. And so if you want to see Pale Derek get his due and invent a new plant with Dan and I, which is a perfectly reasonable thing for us to ask of you, uh, reach out. If you want to subscribe to the podcast, we'd love it. If you want to leave a review of Greetings, the Greetings Card Podcast, we would love that also. Also, and as I mentioned before, if you want to get in touch with us with a card, uh, you can talk to us at Greetings Pod on Instagram or at Greetings Cast on Twitter. Dan, we've done the Halloween sequel. I'm looking forward to yet another sequel because as we learned from the 80s, you know, sequels don't die. If there's milk to be had from this cash cow, we're going to squeeze those teats until they are just shooting dust and blood. And I am so sorry for the last 20 seconds. I can't <laughs> apologize enough. <laughs> We get our ideas from a big cow. We don't tell anybody, but we... <laughs> Bobby and I live... So, Old Man Smudgeons also said we have to keep milking this cow in the back, but we got a little addicted to it. It's one of those things where it's like, now don't milk the cow too much, or otherwise you'll go crazy. And we've been consuming its milk, which is coming out light blue, not unlike a certain space movie. And we... Mm. We've sort of noticed that we've grown a little addiction to it, and unfortunately, we are really trying to get all we can out of the cow teats, and we're addicted. The cow doesn't seem uncomfortable. If anything, there's a maniacal laughter coming out of it. It's almost like the cow knows that we're addicted, but it's where our energy comes from for the podcast. So I think we're going to have to call upon Pale Derek in order to rid us of this terrible, terrible ghostly addiction. Yeah, I hope so, and I look forward to doing it with you. And if you could just grab a shovel, I have a turtle to resurrect, so we got to head to that uh, perfectly safe cemetery that Stephen King has unfairly maligned so they're perfectly safe people just use them wisely that's all i'm saying happy to help you friend i guess we are the stephen kings of halloween greeting cards bobby bobby where are you why am i alone in old man smudgeon's house wait 
I have all the blue milk I want now. But no Bobby for a vodka. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why, God? It's just not fair. I need my Bobby man to do a green car podcast. Otherwise, I'm going to go insane. I've saved too many podcasts on my iPhone. <laughs> All this energy was to not. Was for waste. Please. Please, Pale Derek, I need you. Come take your big horns and ram the shit out of me so that I can go back to normal. Great, great, great. Ding, ding, cock, cock, cock. Bob. I hope Bobby doesn't have a scary hockey mask on and a big knife. Me too.